Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I'm Kelly Frew, your podcast host. How are we all doing? So we're quite excited here in the UK because the world is starting to open up a bit for us. It's pretty cold at the moment and we are now allowed to go into restaurants together and eat, which is just absolutely wonderful. And the other thing we're allowed to do in the UK now, very carefully and cautiously, is hug each other. Do you remember what hugging is? I am so excited. I hugged my mother for the first time and it was wonderful. Wherever you are across the world, I hope you're staying safe and I hope you're enjoying those little moments if your country is allowing you to open up just a little bit. So today's episode, it's actually quite relevant to the situation that we're in. So we are seeing the events industry starting to open up again, which is fantastic. And what that brings is new roles within the events industry too. So as new roles do become available and new opportunities are there, how do we make sure as events professionals that we are staying ahead, we are keeping ourselves really current and up to date with all the events industry involvement and new initiatives? To answer some of those questions, today I'm joined by Samantha Salisbury, who is a highly experienced events manager in her own right. She's also the founder of Get Ahead in Events, which is a huge Facebook group, which if you've not joined, then please do. And she's also the owner of the Events Career Club. I feel like this is going to be an episode where you need your notebook at the ready. So pens and paper ready? Let's go and meet Samantha now. Samantha, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for asking me. Oh, I tell you what, I've got so many questions to ask you because I've really enjoyed following your career and your sort of progress in the last um, last year. So I'm going to come straight into it. And I'm sure our listeners would like to know a little bit about you and how you got into events. Um, so, yeah, I've been working in events yeah, for over 20 years. I started, my first job was at the old Wembley Stadium before it was knocked down. OK. Um, so that was um, a really um, interesting time. I worked for... Um, an event management company that was based at Wembley, um, a really small event management company. And we did events for BMW um, and at places like um, F1 Williams in Oxfordshire and places like that. Unfortunately, um, it gave me a really good idea of how not to run a business. So um, a lot of money was spent on luxury cars, account managers and amazing marketing like brochures. But sadly, the company uh, folded really quickly. Like, right. All money ran out. We didn't have enough clients. I was just doing really boring, like data entry and pay sales. So then I went on and got a job at American Express. Nice. And that was really my first kind of um, event job. I was an event planner, it was called back then. Meeting planner, a meeting planner, yeah, was called. And that was really my first kind of proper events job. Fantastic. Yeah. So so did you fall into events then rather than decide that that's what you wanted to do? I'm always interested to hear how that happens. No, even when I was at school, it was I was always the one who like when we were sixth form, I was organizing the leavers ball. I was putting out all these random tickets. Yeah. And organizing loads of things even when I was at school. So you knew. Um, Yeah. And then when I was at uni, I did like work experience for Oxfam doing events. Um, and I knew that, you know, that's what I really wanted to do. 
do. And I went and worked randomly for a concrete company. Right. Um, on their conferences in, in the Canaries. As a yeah. So I, was, I did Spanish in my degree. So I was a, a translator for them, but it was all about concrete. <laughs> How interesting. <laughs> I loved like going to Tenerife and places, but exactly. the subject matter was um, quite hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And what is it about events then? Because like it sounds like it's been through you since you know you were younger that you knew you wanted to do it. So what is it? What inspires you within the events industry? And why did you decide that that was going to be your career? So I so I love um, I'm super organized. I love planning things, whatever yeah. it is. I'm always the one like if we're going out with friends, whatever. It's always me who's planning. Yeah. Um, and it's just seeing you know something come together. So whether you've been planning it for months, whether you've been planning it for like a week, it's amazing to see that whole event come together. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love. So whether it's a wedding or whether it's a party, whether it's a conference amazing you know after all that planning to come together and it's really sociable you meet so many different people you absolutely you know. do from all walks of life as well don't you it's, it's yeah. great yeah and, and all kind of you know you've got your your venue you've got your suppliers you've got your delegates it's you know it's incredible really it is and no two events are, are the same at all even if you do a, a repeat event year on year it's always different there's always different people involved with a different flavor and tone to it so yeah I, li I like that about events that each one is, is extremely unique now I'm really interested to, um, to come to right up to date now and, and where you are today because you know you you I believe you're a freelancer in terms of you when your own sort of business within events and you've got a, a number of different businesses now that I've seen sort of evolve over the last um, 12 months so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah so I run um, John Sam events which I set up gosh in 2006. Yeah. So I specialize in academic conferences and corporate events mainly for the University of Cambridge yeah. and corporate clients in the Midlands. Last year, I was meant to have a really busy year with lots of events. Obviously, they all got uh, postponed. The university, the faculty I work for, is not doing live events at the moment. Sure. Anytime soon, they're not planning that. And then the corporate events are going to be happening in the autumn this year, hopefully. Brilliant. Um, and then some of my other clients who are bringing um, delegates in for, from overseas have gone onto virtual platforms because they just can't. And yeah. manage it so I'm, I'm going to be working on some of those going forward they just can't wait you know for England to open its doors it's going to take a long time oh, um, and then I'm a tutor for an MA in creative events management and um, at the moment I'm teaching a whole module about digital events oh and nice so I've always taught um virtually yeah we always have done a module on virtual events even before the pandemic we've always done digital events and the students are based all over the world so they're in um Caribbean, America, Canada, South America, Europe, the Middle East, the Far East. And it's just amazing to see the events they've all put on. So they've all put on virtual events as a group based on their locations. And some of the ideas have been amazing. And also to hear about, you know, like in the Far East, they can do live events again. Yes. In America, they're starting again. Um, you know, in in um and, and two of the students are in St. Vincent and the Grenadines that had the volcano go off yeah. recently. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, um, but we did, they did their event before, but again, they were allowed to do live events. So they yeah. had a live element. So, so what a great journey then with, that you've been on with them in the last year. So it sounds like, you know, you'd already you'd already um, studied virtual events and understood them. Um, and so you guys were probably in a really good place to be able to go, okay, well, we can, we can switch to virtual, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, I also run a yeah, Get Ahead in Events 
events, which is yeah. the group I set up last year, um, and we've got nearly a thousand members, and we've got our social next week, next Thursday, on a really funky platform, Lemonade Social. So if you're free, you should come. It's, oh, um, it's free to attend. Yeah, it's a really funky platform called Lemonade Social, who are kind of sponsoring it for us, and we've got um, we've got a singer and cocktails and um, live magic and um, a comedian and a quiz. Um, but that's run by myself and some other event professionals as a committee. Fantastic. It's, not, it, it's just kind of volunteer work. And then I run my membership, the Events Career Club, which is a membership, um, a monthly membership uh, subscription for event professionals who want to take that next step in their career, whether that's setting up their own business. Quite a few of them are setting up a business in the events industry, yeah. or whether that's getting that first role because they're students, or whether that's you know, some of them have taken a career break from having kids and they're looking to get back into events. Brilliant. And then I also set up the planner last year, which is a diary um, planner, hard copy, and it was sold on Amazon. But this year for 2022, I'm going to be doing it directly with um, with customers, not using Amazon, I think. Oh, fab. Direct, yeah. How have you packed all of this into the last 12 months? Oh, <laughs> and you've got children. You just told me you've got children yes. and a family as well. So how on earth have you managed this? You must be amazing at time management. Yeah, I'm quite, I, oh, I don't know. I think, and also, you know, I, I'm not good at sitting around. And I think, yeah. you know, last year I was meant to do all these live events. They didn't happen. I really wanted to do some other things. I put on a series of Three events last year kind of in April May and July three events for the events industry they were amazing we had you know that's the start of events for events for the events industry when I started the first one in in March April time yeah um, it was just amazing to do that because all my live event work wasn't going to happen so exactly yeah. and, and I, want, I want to work through each of those different elements in a moment but I want to start on get ahead in events because that Facebook group is how I found you actually and I have joined your group and and that's how I became aware of you and from 12 months ago to where it is now you've just talked about the fact that it's got over a thousand members which is amazing well done and obviously you run all sorts of different events and um things for people so for events process in the community i'm wondering you know there was obviously a real there was an opportunity there where events professionals wanted to come together as a community and you helped them and you've supported them through that what sort of support are you seeing that people are needing right now or have needed in the last sort of 12 months how is that what that group working um, so, so last year there was eight of us on the committee. Yeah. So those, um, so there's myself and seven others. And the reason these seven others kind of volunteered was because they didn't have live event work. They didn't yeah. have virtual event work back then. So for them, it was great to do something to be productive, and also to show that they'd been doing things while they were looking for work. Yeah. Four of them have now gone on and got um, three of them have got full time roles. Brilliant. Amazing. And then and then one of them um, runs their own business, but it's like super busy so they, you know they weren't able to help anymore which is fair enough because that was the whole point give them some support of course and something to do and you know and, and and the way it works is you know one member of the committee or two will take responsibility for events so again some of the committee members you know got to organize events when they weren't organizing an event and got to talk about topics that they were really um really passionate about so whether that's yeah. sustainability or diversity or or, or whatever they wanted, you know, they ran events about that. We just run them on, on Facebook, on StreamYard. I think now um, event professionals, they want to know, you know, what's going on in the, in the industry. So last yeah. 
last week. We did one about the events roadmap yeah. last Thursday to give with Caroline Jackson, who's amazing from and um, she's involved with BBEP, and she gave everyone an update on on you know what's happening with live events because that's the other thing. There's you know so many different um, bodies for the events. This is and associations. You don't know where you know where to get the right information. You don't know which kind of website to go to. Um, so I think people just yeah and, and also that sense of community so coming together That's it. yeah which I think everyone's really needed in the past year haven't they and I'm hoping it stays as well even as we start to sort of the restrictions are easy and we're allowed to sort of go about our days a little bit more I'm really hoping that community feel within the events across stays because especially with your group it, you've built an amazing group there so well done oh thank you and we're hoping to do like a live meetup oh wow <laughs> when, we're, when we're allowed that would yeah. be amazing yeah um now I'm interested because you like you talked about there you you've worked with a lot of younger events profs you know students and probably people that are graduates as well how does a younger events prof differ from say you or I and I don't mean to say that we're extremely old but you know how, what how do we differ and I think you know a lot of them went and, and and decided to study events management because back then the industry looked you know buoyant yeah it was you know it was a billion dollar industry there was lots of opportunities and they've gone and done these degrees or they're in the middle of their degrees and it's really hard to get work placements you know some of them were meant to do internships last year which fell through yeah some of them um were meant to do work experience placements which fell through some of them fund their education through working in hospitality again mm. you know all those jobs Awful. um you know fell by the wayside and and they're not the kind of roles that they'd be paid, you know, that they get furloughed for. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's a hard time for them. But I think going forward, you know, I've got members now who have got work placements, who have got internships, who have got summer jobs. You just have to keep pushing and, and keep, you know, connecting with people and getting yourself out there and just keep trying really I mean exactly. the industry will come back and there are jobs yeah there's a lot more people going for each position there's a lot more people going for one um internship that's yeah that's definitely it and how does your events career help people then what you know how because obviously no matter at what stage of your career any everyone can develop can't they so I'm sure that it's not just for students and graduates but how do how do, what's your sort of plan how do you help people and, and grow and develop them through your career club um, so every month we have a different theme and there's like two masterclasses trainings every month on different themes. So we've covered um, everything from like um, CV writing, cover letters, um, you know, all the way through to things like um, LinkedIn, social media content planning. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing um, virtual events shortly, health and safety shortly, just a real spectrum, even things, you know, like Canva. So some of the members yeah. have been in the industry for a long time, but have never been present on social media. So it's just teaching them the basics, how to create graphics on Canva, how to schedule your, you know, come up with ideas for your social media posting just so that they can raise their visibility a little bit and get maybe some more opportunities by doing that. Yeah, because I think you're right in terms of like you've just spoke about then that lots of people are going for the same job. So the number of applicants going for the same job is, is increasing. So how, how does somebody that is an events prof really think about making themselves stand out in the crowd? What sort of tips would you give? Um, so, so there's a couple of members who have really, really pushed themselves to raise their visibility. 
So I think it's by deciding on a platform that you want to be on, whether that's Instagram or LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, again, demographically, there's a certain type will be on Instagram, and a certain type will be on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter. You know, pick your platform or Twitter, whatever, or Facebook. Facebook is not so um, used for job hunting, but I agree. whatever platform you want to be on and make sure that you are posting engaging content, whatever that is. Yeah. And, um, you know, make sure people know who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, yesterday was um, world, um, it was like um, world, oh gosh, I forgot the name, International World Day. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, it. You know, all about sustainability. So some people are passionate about sustainability. So post about that on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever you want to share are um, yeah. and then you know if you go to events make sure you network there's hundreds of events at the moment for the events industry make sure you really do go and, and network with yeah. people um, at those events use that virtual networking to connect with them follow up write blog posts if you're into blogging you know volunteer for things so there's yeah. some, you know, amazing organisations that have been set up by volunteers like event grads during this time, do things like that. But, you know, set up, set up um, collaborations with other people as well. That's it. It's, it's about finding um, some experience yourself, isn't it? It's, it's about using your initiative. So within my podcast, I've got three interns that all wanted to learn about social media and they, they've all got their, their, their roles and responsibilities and they're getting some experience. They're all, they're all students that are doing event management and they are helping with the social media strategy and they've got their own roles. So there are opportunities out there, aren't there? If you go and look for them, put yourself forward for them. You spoke there about networking and, you know, networking can scare some people, can't it? And, um, I don't know if I find it easier or harder online. I'm not sure. I can't decide. Um, I've forgotten what it's like to network in person, actually, in life, in face to face. But what does good networking look like to you? Um, so it's, you know, it's offering help as well. So even yeah. if you're at the early stages of your career, you know, if you see someone asking a question on, on Instagram or, or LinkedIn, you see someone, um, you know, posting and asking for an opinion, you know, do reply do post your reply do engage with them yeah. I think that's the best form of networking is, yeah. is offering help and advice to others or, or you know putting people in contact with each other or saying oh I think you should go and look at this website or, or go and look at this article and um, rather than thinking actually what can I get from this person yeah definitely that's a really nice way of thinking about it actually and then it's not a because sometimes it can be quite hard to think, oh, how do I introduce myself to someone? But if you're helping them, if you're giving them advice or if you're pointing them in a direction, it's not that sort of cold sort of, oh, hello, I'm here. Is <laughs> it? You know, you're collaborating together a little bit more. So I really like that approach. That's nice. Now, um, also, I was just going to say this, you know, this time when we're still in lockdown a little bit, live events aren't happening yet. Yeah. It's the time when if you are trying to reach someone this specific, they will be at their desk much more than they're going to be in the future. Yeah. So it's kind of your last chance, really. So if there's someone you want to get in touch with this month, do it. Because, you know, kind of come the 17th of May onwards, everyone will be out of way, running events, busy. I mean, I know business events can run at the moment in some form, but, you know, people will be out and about doing things again. You're absolutely right. That's a really good point. If you've been sitting back thinking, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, probably you just need to do it now. Um, it is going to be our last opportunity before we go back to the, that sort of crazy running around in our in our world outside of our homes <laughs> sort of scenario. So yeah, I, I, that's a really good top tip. Now, I wonder, um, I'd love 
if we think about the wider events industry, um, you know, we've, the events industry has changed a lot in the last 12 months, definitely 100% for the, and a lot of it for the good as well, collaborating in different ways and seeking out new partners to work with. That's been a really good positive thing. As we come out of the um, pandemic, hopefully at some point in the, and we know that in the UK, the restrictions are starting to ease. How do you, would you like the events industry to continue evolving? What do you see would be good practice for the events industry? Um, so um, one thing would be making sure that, the, you know, that's still a really um, engaging format that's used. Yes, so agree. whether it's, um, you know, whether it's a virtual event that's happening or a live event to make sure that the content is still really, really, um, you know, useful to people. Yeah. So if it's an event for the events, for events industry professionals, making sure it's relevant content is an engaging format people you know are getting a bit fed up of zoom yeah you know they have so many different events to pick from so it's got to be you know worth their while attending worth their while taking that time away from whatever else they're doing to go to the event so i think events yeah have to be you know really engaging really relevant content good speakers and also i think sustainability is coming back so yeah. sustainable events it's really important to people i know obviously um the government announced their initiative you know to cut carbon emissions this week earlier on this week yeah so it's still you know a really really important topic for the events industry and now that there's not so much ppe needed and things like that which was obviously causing you know causing a lot of waste Definitely. there's still ways to go forward with sustainable events and also you know diverse events inclusive yeah. events accessible events are still really important yeah there's some really um huge topics that's come to the forefront of everyone's mind in the last few years and one of them is diversity obviously and that is something that you absolutely has got to continue and i i'm the same as you i'm so pleased that sustainability is coming back to the forefront because obviously yes ppe was not helpful in that you know so much <laughs> waste waste products so it's really great that that's going to become back and i do think that sustainability now in and especially from a younger age group i think sustainability is just seen as we have to do it it's got we've got to put in, put in those sustainable practices within our events so and i think the younger generations understand that a little bit more so that i think that's great now i want to come back if we just bring it back around i was just really interested to see in your what your thoughts were on that but if we come back to our events profs individuals you know you've got some great tools and resources there that we can drive our events profs to when you're looking for support and help what tools and resources do you go to what what would you advise um so i i always look at the meeting industry publications online so i used oh, yeah. to get hard copy magazines sent to me um but i i think i i moved house and i don't think i get them anymore i don't know what happened <laughs> they still go to the old house yeah um, but I, I read them online they're really, really good. Yeah. I also belong to an association. So I joined APCO. Okay, um, yeah. Association of British Professional Conference Organisers quite some time ago. And they have been amazing. So um, normally, pre-pandemic, they'd have like a live AGM, live events, live um, meetups. I went to Liverpool with them. I went to Aberdeen with them. During this time, obviously, that's happened. But they send um, updates, regular updates based on what's happening with the um, events industry yeah and, and government um and government um information yeah. regularly and then they do also host events virtual events as well and, and coffee morning so that's very so you know fight you know if you're thinking about it find an association that you feel 
is suitable to you. There's lots out there, you know, have a look at ABCA, but there's lots of other ones as well. Find an association that, that, that fits with you and maybe think about joining. Some, a lot of them have got um, student member rates. Okay. Have got yeah. supplier rates, I think, you know, that, so it's not necessarily, you know, going to be a really expensive thing to do. Yeah. Um, and then for me, it was finding, um, you know, other event professionals that I could count on so um i've got other event professionals that i've met during this time so if i'm pitching for work and it's a big project a big event i've got people that i can um you know ask to help me um and get for people to get involved i also have um an intern who's been helping me a lot since last nice. year yeah and she's involved with get ahead and events and, and some of the projects that i do so that's really good as well but and i think it's you know finding other event professionals that you can talk to on a regular yeah. basis yeah, it is, isn't it? It's really important that you've got those sort of peers and colleagues and um, industry sort of professionals to go to, especially right now, because, you know, the health and safety piece for me scares me. I, I'm in the middle of just setting up an event, which is going to be a, a, a bit of a hybrid, bit of a virtual event, um, bit of a mixed model there. Um, and the, all the health and safety around it has completely changed from obviously last year, hasn't it? So it's just working through that and it scares me. So I am go I know that there's a couple of real um, professionals within this, within the events industry that are COVID sort of experts that I am going to and I've, I've sought them out and I, and I didn't know them before but they've now become really good friends of mine because I'm calling them every day so it yeah, is yeah. it's reaching out to people isn't it and going this is not my area of expertise so let's yeah, go and find yeah. somebody that can help me <laughs> do you know Sarah Threpple that's exactly who oh, I yeah. yeah she's amazing she came into did a, a last year about health yeah 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 fantastic and that's exactly yeah. the, the lady I'm speaking about because she is just superb so it is it's understanding your weaknesses it's not your weaknesses but you're not your areas of, of absolute expertise and going do you know what I'm going to go and find somebody that can help me with that and then they'll hopefully reciprocate that back so great I wanted to wrap up just by you know you talked there about 12 months ago you had a calendar of big events for your company and and obviously um all around the university as well what's your hope for the next 12 months what you know for yourself and for your businesses what what where would you like to get yourself to um so I would love to do some live events and yeah. I hope the ones in the like September October will go ahead it would be um you know really really good to actually run a proper live event yeah <laughs> and, and and see people and um, also yeah would love to grow my membership yeah um uh, to um a large number um I also have wanted to for some time launch a course okay so it's great. something I want to do this year like something that I've wanted to do for a long time and never you know I've been thinking about it for a long time it just you know it's always gets to the bottom of the part really yeah um and and that would be you know really good and and some live meetups so the membership we're planning in in, in um after some may meeting up yeah. in person the ones you know the, the members are scattered all over so the ones kind of i think we'll be doing like a midlands cambridge kind of one for the ones yeah. who are based in this neck of the woods but um it'd be great to go to convex in june won't it yeah wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah it'd be amazing and and with my um with the students i'm organizing a virtual event for them in um the summer normally they have a face-to-face -face in falmouth because I, I teach the university of falmouth but yeah. that's not possible so we're doing a virtual one but we're hoping to do an in live and a person one abroad in in, in um 
kind of January probably time. Oh, wow. I hope that can go ahead because, yeah. you know, again, I've not, you know, not met all these students and I've been no. teaching them for like nearly um, yeah. 18 months, some of them two years. So oh, going yeah. abroad, that feels like such a strange thing to do <laughs> right now, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, oh. they said they're going to announce, aren't they, about the countries and Israel's opening its doors. Is it? Today. Well, yeah. they've done amazing, though, haven't they? The Israel have done pretty good at them curbing the pandemic. So they've done an amazing job. Great. I think that I'm going to wrap up by just asking you to let everyone know um, how they can get hold of you, you, you know, because, you you know, you've got some great um, clubs going on there. So if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? Yeah, so on Instagram, I'm under um, um, John Sam Events on Instagram, and the um, members oh, and the Get Ahead and Events is Get Ahead and Events, and that's on Facebook. So if you go on Facebook, you can click Get Ahead and Events. It's there, and my business website is JohnSamEvents.co.uk. Um, but Instagram is probably the easiest place. Or Get Ahead and Events. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And Samantha, this has been great. So thank you very much for sharing all of your knowledge. And I'm sure the listeners will love it. Oh, thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. So hands up who was taking notes. Yeah, me too. You can always go back and listen again because Samantha shared some real gems there and will hopefully help you in staying focused to make sure that you're making the most out of your career in events. Thank you so much to Samantha for joining us. I really loved the conversation. Now, if you want to reach out to Samantha, then she's told you all the different ways that you can do so. Please do. She's a lovely lady and we would love to hear from you. And likewise, we are well into this season of the podcast now. So if you've got any questions for me, any feedback, you will find me on all the socials at Kelly Frew and my contact details are on my website, Storymaker Events. And make sure that you are following the Events for Breakfast podcast socials on LinkedIn, on Twitter and on Instagram. We've got lots of great hints and tips which the team share with you through the week. So please do get involved because we love to hear from you. And the final thing from me, don't forget to subscribe on your usual podcast provider. And there's an opportunity to there to leave feedback and even a little five star rating too. So please do share this with everybody and let's build our community. Whatever you're up to, wherever you are across the world, take care of yourself and stay safe. And I will be back very soon. Bye for now.